0: What's going on, family? Happy Wednesday. Oh, my God, it's Wednesday already. Can you believe it? And welcome to another edition of the Faction Quick Hits. I'm your man, GB Gerard Bonner, and I hope you guys are doing well. I hope you had a great Fourth of July weekend. I hope all is well in your world and you are ready for another fantastic week of pro wrestling. And I got to tell you, it looks like this is the significant week, of course, because AEW is headed back on the road. We've had some big events already happen this week. So, we're going to dig into all of that of course a big thank you to everybody who joins us on the socials instagram facebook and twitter at the faction show thank you for your continued support of what we're doing thank you of course for those of you who are subscribed to our podcast it really does mean the world we couldn't do what we do without you so there's a lot of news to get to a lot of things we've not talked about here that we'd like to talk about, and I'm going to try to do as many of them as I possibly can. Before I get into the wrestling action, we've got to talk about a big piece of news that we broke yesterday regarding Jimmy Uso who has been arrested again for another episode of DUI now this first happened in 2019 and it certainly was an issue of concern at that point on top of that you have the scenario going on where in 2020 he got injured and was out for most of the year so he's just really getting back and doing what it is that he can do involved in a high pitched storyline with the head of the table Roman and Reigns, we finally have the bloodline situation going on, and uh, this is what has happened. So here's kind of the update on how this happened. This happened in Pensacola, Florida overnight Tuesday. He was arrested on a misdemeanor DUI charge after failing field sobriety and breathalyzer tests. Police stated that the breathalyzer test came back at .202 and .205, which is more than double the legal limit of .08. If we're honest, it's close to triple. Police documents obtained by TMZ state that Uso was pulled over around 10.35 p.m. on Monday night after allegedly running a red light while going 50 miles an hour in a 30 mile per hour zone. He was asked to get out of his car after police smelled alcohol while questioning him. Police alleged that he was noticeably swaying when he got out of the car and admitted to them that he drank multiple beers before driving. Jail records shows that he was booked at 1.03 a.m. on Tuesday morning. His bond was set at $500 and he was released at 9 a.m. This is not a good scenario for him at all. Now he's been arrested twice previously on alcohol-related charges. Both of them happened in 2019. In February 2019, he was arrested for disorderly conduct and obstruction following an altercation with police in Detroit. And then he was arrested for DUI again in Pensacola in July of 2019, but was later found not guilty. He was arrested for DUI in 2011 and was given probation. This is not a good situation situation right now for Jimmy Uso and the word on the street is that WWE is not happy about this they recognize this is not a one-off that we've got a bigger problem that we're looking at here and this really leads to a lot of questions what happens now for Jimmy Uso what happens for the Usos as a tag team what happens with this whole bloodline situation Honestly, I don't think Roman Reigns gets impacted that much by this, but I do think this could be it for Jimmy Uso. And I say this could be it because this is the third time in two years. And I I just don't understand, right? I don't understand. I do think we've got a problem that's bigger than wrestling. And again, let's just consider this. When you're making decisions and you're not thinking about the bigger picture, then it just really goes to show what's really in charge. Are your priorities straight? And so I'm very concerned for Jimmy Uso and his health, and I really hope that he will get the assistance that he needs. Now, there are some that are saying that assistance should come from WWE. I'm a believer that first he has to want it, and I'm not sure that we're at that point yet. I'm sure if he acknowledged that he wanted it, and WWE then could obviously take care of that, as they have done for so many in the past. I don't know what happens with this, but I definitely think we'll be keeping our eyes and ears open. WWE ironically has not mentioned this on any of their socials, and at times they have. They've not really made a statement. So we'll be watching this to see what goes on, and certainly we're thinking about Jimmy Uso. Also, in -in non-in-ring news, our thoughts and prayers go out to Terry Funk. Word on the street is, courtesy of the Rock Don Morocco, Terry Funk is in an assisted living facility. That was confirmed by his people on Instagram. And he is there because of dementia. This is a scary time right now for a legend like Terry Funk. The idea that he may not remember a lot of the good things that have happened in his career are challenging. And if you've ever dealt with a relative that has had dementia, it is a frightening moment. That's for sure. So there are those who ask the question, could this have happened as a result of the style of wrestling that he had? And maybe it did, maybe it didn't. It's probably not the right time to have that conversation. The right time to have that conversation is once he is doing much better. So. Our thoughts, our prayers, our energy go toward Terry Funk for a speedy recovery. We really hope that things will change for him. He's such a legend who has done so much in this business. It would just be horrible if this were kind of the final chapter for him. But our thoughts and prayers going out to Terry Funk. Now, then, let's get to some current in ring activity when we come back. This is SHW28. Look out! Oh, wow! Oh. Well, maybe this is why he came out here. He came out here to attack. Over, over, over. Tonight is on you. This place is loud. Logan Chase will now be the manager of All-Star Special. Oh, heads up. Oh! What just happened here? His fingers tipped a link away there from his son. No, oh, no, 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 no. What has come over Ben Buchanan? Break Bring it! Bring the best you got. This match could tear the house down. And they're not gonna wait for the bell. Corey Hollis just gets cut in half. The enemy of my enemy is my friend. This is what everybody came to see. Your main event for the SHW championship I kind of Whoa! Won. Oh, and he sent him into the ref. We got a new champion! So they're saying Creed got disqualified. Don't do this! David! No, 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 All no, right. no, 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 He's no, crossing no, 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 no All right, guys, already it's been a big week in the world of pro wrestling You had Monday Night Raw this week Which saw the return of Xavier Woods Saw a tag team match between The New Day and Bobby Lashley and MVP or The New Day and Hurt Business With The New Day winning in the main event of that Lots of things went down on Monday Night Raw this week Now, let me just say this There are two things that I have to talk about that I have not spoken on yet One of them being Drew McIntyre Huh. <sighs> so this time last year, of course, Drew McIntyre was the WWE champion. We weren't sure how we felt about his reign, but we were here for it since it certainly seemed like it was time, pandemic notwithstanding. Well, as we're getting ready to go back on the road, one of the realities is this. I am not a fan of what's happening with Drew McIntyre right now. These promos that he's cutting where he's telling these stories It's just a bad idea. It's a bad look. It's bad execution. And what is even crazier to me is the idea that he just had a match at Hell in a Cell with Bobby Lashley where he lost and can no longer challenge for the WWE Championship while Lashley is the champion. Yet he's found his way into the Money in the Bank ladder match, which, should he win, He ends up getting a title shot anytime between that night and a year. So could Bobby Lashley lose a title in that time period? Of course he could. But should this man be the man that's holding on to a potential title shot? I think the answer is no. So I don't think he should be in the match. But with that said, maybe next week we'll get into our predictions for Money in the Bank Personally, I feel like this. Uh, The word on the street is that WWE has been really trying to save a lot of their big moments for when they're in front of a crowd. Well, that starts next Friday. So in my mind, I don't see Drew McIntyre walking out of Money in the Bank with the Money in the Bank contract. Personally, well, I said I was going to wait for predictions, but I'll just give you my thoughts on it right now. There are still two people to be named for the men's Money in the Bank, but right now, I think the leading candidate is Big E. I think we see Big E uh, with that opportunity. He'll cash in at just the right time. I don't know when the right time will be. I don't think it'll be at SummerSlam. It might be Survivor Series. Realistically, I think it might be Royal Rumble or even WrestleMania. It's been a long time since we've seen a cash in. In fact, only one person cashed in at WrestleMania and he went on to become a champion that night. So those are my thoughts when it comes to that. Now then, that was Raw. We're still waiting for the ratings for that, but let's talk about the Great American Bash, NXT. There will be some spoilers, so if you need to hit the press pause button, go ahead and do that. If you're okay with it, let's roll. First of all, I have to say that NXT can seemingly do no wrong. They give us the Great American Bash, which is akin to another takeover, and we're getting it on USA, which is pretty doggone awesome. What I love about NXT is that whether it's Great American Bash or their weekly show, every match Every moment it all matters It all means something It all is significant And certainly that was the case Now I have to admit I think I was a little surprised Because I thought that the NXT title match Was going to be last night But it was not Instead, we get it next week, which I say, spread the wealth. I'm totally good with it. We've got buy-in for next week's event. Incredible. We see the return of Tegan Knox, which surprised me because I thought that the whole uh, battery charging thing was going to be Finn Balor. So Tegan Knox, that's a big move, which creates new NXT Women's Tag Team Champions with Io Shirai and Zoe Stark now becoming the fourth tag team to hold these women's tag team titles so let me put a pause here and say this I don't know what it means right now for the women's tag team championships in NXT that we've not had a lengthy title reign it could mean a lot of things it could mean that the competition is just that fierce in NXT that we have now our fourth team as tag team champions and those belts are not quite six months old yet So there's that side of it. The other side of it is, do we need a lengthy title reign for the belts to mean something? Because I think the difference between the NXT Tag Team Championships and the WWE Women's Tag Team Championships is that there are great matches, there are great stories, and there are great tag teams that actually make this worthwhile. Every tag team that has held those titles or competed for those titles were teams that we wanted to see in NXT, not so much on Raw or SmackDown. So I think there's a lot to be said for this And I think this is a great move For both Io Shirai and Zoe Stark, Zoe Stark getting her first taste of NXT Championship gold. Meanwhile, now you've got Io Shirai in some rarefied air as one of only a handful of women to have held the NXT Women's Championships and the NXT Women's Tag Team Championships. The others include Raquel Gonzalez and Ember Moon. So some really rarefied air there for Io Shirai. I love the idea of her experience with the newbie that is Zoe Stark so this is going to make for a great tag team and it's a story that I want to see so congratulations to the women of NXT I'm also very interested in this million dollar championship let me tell you LA Knight and Cameron Grimes had an incredible match last night in fact the entire card was incredible but those two really really delivered I'm intrigued to see what's going to happen of course now with Cameron Grimes becoming the Butler for LA Knight, this is gonna make for some interesting television for sure. Also, let's talk about what a lot of people are talking about, the championship cypher from Hit Row. So let's just call a spade a spade, right? In the world of pro wrestling, when you mix wrestling and music, one of the two usually suffer and it's usually the music that tends to suffer. We've seen John Cena as an artist, we've seen other wrestlers, even if you go back to like Honky Tonk Man and the like, these wrestlers who have had music thrown on them as a gimmick, and it works for a little bit, but it's not something that you'd really consider as a serious music contender. Even Elias, who is okay, right? He's not like incredible, but he's okay. But what we saw with NXT last night was something completely different. Like at one point you forgot that they were wrestlers because they were so good. And I'll just say this, you can't memorize that kind of stuff if you're a wrestler and not a rapper. It's very evident that all of them have incredible skills. Brianna Brandy, Top Dollar, Shane Strickland aka Isaiah Swerve Scott. Good Lord. All three of them are amazing in the ring and they are amazing behind the mic. And then you have Ashanti the Adonis as the DJ. It was a very authentic cypher. Like, I gotta say, I've never seen pro wrestling and music merged so incredibly besides them. The only one who could really rival that is not in rap at all. It'd be Chris Jericho with Fozzy. That's with years and years of experience. And again, Jericho isn't trying to be a musical character. Jericho is a musician, and we understand that now. So we saw something very significant in Hit Row. We also saw authenticity. It was as authentic as any cypher we've ever seen on television. And we usually see those reserved for the BET Awards. The Grammys have never tried it. The American Music Awards have never tried it. And rightfully so. To have this dose of culture infused into NXT was absolutely incredible. And I'm just going to say this. I know there are some folks that don't understand it. And there are some folks that feel like, whoa, this is crazy. But let me tell you something. It works. It It's why we love Hit Row, because they are authentic. And if you didn't like them before, I think that took things to an entirely different level. So I can't wait to see what else Hit Row is going to do, because it seems to me like they are going to be wildly successful both in and out of the ring. And I can't say enough about the main event, Cole O'Reilly 2 Coming into it, I felt like Adam Cole was going to win because it just sets up Cole O'Reilly 3. And I think, again, we see another amazing, and I do mean amazing rivalry. Think back to Cole and Gargano, right? Think back to Gargano and Ciampa. It's just amazing the rivalries that are birthed out of NXT. It is absolutely incredible. And I'm super, super pumped for what's happening here. So incredible, incredible time with NXT's Great American Bash. Go back and check it out in case you missed it. Before we go, very significant week as the month of July marks the return of fans to pro wrestling in major promotions such as AEW, WWE, and Ring of Honor. It starts tonight, and technically it started last night, and people don't count NXT, but NXT has been welcoming fans back for quite some time. Last night they were full board. They did not have any of the Thunderdome-like presents, which was totally cool. And again, the fans were on fire last night, so I don't know if they went and made sure they got the full sale faithful or whatever, but that felt like the NXT that I'm used to last night. It was pretty, pretty incredible. With that said, tonight AEW is back on the road for the first time in 14 or 15 months. They're headed to Miami tonight for Road Rager. Should be an incredible card tonight. And I'm intrigued to see how Miami will receive AEW. As AEW is getting ready to head back on the road for quite some time. Next week Friday, WWE returns to the road as they will be in Houston Texas. Texas for a live episode of SmackDown, the first one with fans since March of 2020. That leads you into Money in the Bank weekend. Next weekend, we also have big things coming from. Matter of fact, this weekend, we've got MLW's Battle Riot happening in Philly as they welcome fans back. We've got Ring of Honor getting ready to welcome fans back in Baltimore. An important month for the world of pro wrestling And with that said We'll be making sure we talk about What seems to be the tail end Of the pandemic era of wrestling I can't wait for that full conversation Because there's a lot to talk about But with that said, I'd like to know Will you be attending Any of these upcoming in-person events With anyone Be it WWE, AEW, MLW, Ring of Honor Or even if you're coming in August to SHW30 for the Rumble Jack for Southern Honor Wrestling. Let me know. I want to get your thoughts on what it feels like to return to in-person wrestling. Now, of course, I've been doing it with Southern Honor, but as a fan, I had the opportunity to do it at Double or Nothing, and if I haven't told you about that experience, maybe I'll do that at some point. But I definitely want to get your thoughts on all of this. Hit us up on the socials at the faction show we definitely want to hear from you with that said we have a post up about the championship cipher from hit row we want to hear your thoughts on that as well and whatever else you might be concerned about we've got you covered all right with that said we're gonna get out of here looking forward to doing this again tomorrow or Friday maybe even both But until then, representing for my good brothers, Courtney Beard, Brandon Clack, and the fourth horseman, John Murray. My name is Gerard Bonner, and we call this The Faction. Have a great day.